Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russett. So there were these two little mice. These two little mice were scurrying around, being little mice, doing little mice things, and, uh, ooh, turkeys. We're not talking about turkeys. Uh, <laughs> so these two little mice are scurrying around, doing little mice things, and uh, they happen upon a small bucket, and one of the little mice crawls over the edge and looks in and he says, oh my goodness, this bucket is full of delicious milk, right? So he jumps into the bucket. The other mouse, uh, unable to control himself at the prospect of fresh milk, crawls up the side of the bucket and plops himself in as well. And they start to drink and drink and drink as they're swimming, taking big mouthfuls of milk. Well, once they've engorged themselves on this milk and their little arms and legs, if you want to call it arms and legs on a mouse, start to get tired from swimming, they quickly realize their predicament. They quickly realize their predicament. They cannot get out of the bucket. So they start to desperately crawl up the sides, crawl up, the, they keep sliding down. The milk is wet and slippery and they can't seem to reach the very ledge edge of the bucket to grab a hold of and crawl out. They keep sliding down back into the milk and they're swimming and swimming and just swimming so very hard and one of the mouse one of the mice one of the mice says I can't do this anymore I'm giving up and the poor little mouse sinks to the bottom to his demise the other little mouse resolutely begins to start swimming harder I'm not giving up I'm not giving up and as he swims and swims and and he's just splashing around and he feels like all hope is lost. The milk starts to coagulate as he's churning it and churning it and churning it. And it's, it's, getting, it's getting thicker and thicker and thicker. And before you know it, he's in a bucket of cream. He's able to use the more solid surface to get up on his hind legs. He starts to sink a little bit into it, but he's able to get his little mousy claws on the edge of the bucket and crawl out. What's the lesson here? Some people give up and die and death looks like many things. Failure, divorce, regret, shortcoming, and others persevere and persevere and persevere and get themselves out of the situation. I think that's the key distinction between those that succeed and those that don't. How many talented individuals? I, I, just, I look at all of the talented, intelligent, well-spoken, relatively hardworking individuals that end up failing or resigning themselves to a life of just mediocre results and mediocre living. And I see somebody maybe with even a little less talent Maybe a little less street smarts. Maybe a little less overall smarts. Maybe doesn't have quite the people skills. And they, they just jump ahead and they just succeed and they win. And it's like, why? What's, what's the distinction? What's the difference? Is it luck? Is it circumstances? Is it nuts? None of that. Those all play a role ultimately, maybe to some degree. But more than anything else, it's one's desire to persevere and push through difficult circumstances that ultimately makes you a winner. 
you cannot attain any high level of achievement in life without first struggling and struggling massively. People so under, you know, they say people underestimate the work that goes into being successful. I don't know. Maybe some people do. A lot of people do. A lot of people think it's just going to come very, very quickly. And, you know, if you work really hard for a year, that seems like a long time. And you should start winning after a year or two years or three years of hard work. Or really the price is five to ten years, maybe. I guess a lot of people do think that hard work is uh, underestimate the work. But what most people underestimate is the amount of obstacles, adversities, pains, betrayals, shortcomings, hardships, and failures that you are going to experience on your way to the top. And the, the bigger your goal, the more frequent and the more severe these obstacles and failures seem to seem, right? Seem to seem. You need to prepare yourself mentally, not just for the work, but also for the obstacles that you are going to encounter. It's a mixture of patience with the work. I like to call it, as I've said many times before, aggressive patience, meaning that you are aggressively attacking what you need to be doing daily, but you're patient and understanding that there is a process and it is going to take time. But you also need to mentally prepare yourself and strengthen yourself for the obstacles and adversities that you're going to encounter. How do you strengthen that mental toughness muscle? You use it. How do you use it? You persevere when things don't go your way. Things in life rarely go the way that we planned, if ever. <laughs> I don't recall many circumstances in my life, if any, where everything was like, yeah, that's exactly how I planned it happening. And sometimes it doesn't work out the way we want to in a negative way, but sometimes it works out better than we expected in a positive way. And that's the key. Boom. Right there. When you persevere, when things don't seem to be going your way, oftentimes the result is better than what you have even expected before. I can remember when I had a major career change a little over a year ago, Man, I'm like, I, I spent 10 years of my life building this thing, and there's a sudden change. And now I work from home. I have no boss. I have no overseer. I'm making significantly more money than I was before after 10 years of toiling. I didn't have to, there's a lot of different things I no longer have to worry about. There's a new set of problems and challenges and things that we've got to work out and figure out. And But now it's so great because I have complete control when it comes to solving any problem. And that's how I've always wanted it to be. So things worked out in the, in the face of what at the time many in my shoes would have thought was a devastating and impossible set of circumstances to deal with was turned out to be one of the best things that's ever happened to me. You've, you just never know. But if I sat around and felt bad for myself and woe is me and cried and stopped working and played the victim, I would not be in the position that I'm at right now where I could be at home all day, every single day with my child and my wife 
with a business that's going to make well over seven figures this year. You know, I was thinking my assistant texted me the other day, and I'm not saying this to brag or boast, but my assistant texted me the other day. She's like, oh, you've got uh, two meals on your first class flight. Um, you know, do you want this or this? And there are two like really fancy, just a fancy burger and a fancy chicken salad sandwich is basically what they were, but they, you know, they had it word at all. And I was just thinking, man, how thankful I was to be in a situation where you look at the economy, you look at the world, you look at a lot of people right now that are struggling and I'm like, dude, I am so blessed. You know, I don't ever want to take this for granted. I'm able to fly first class and eat a delicious meal first class. And I know it sounds, I feel kind of, I, I know I shouldn't feel dirty saying it because I've put in the work. I did, you know, I hate saying I deserve it. Uh, that's something white women tell themselves all the time. You deserve this, honey. You deserve it. You deserve a night to yourself. You deserve to go out and have sex with 14 dudes and have four abortions. You des- you've earned it, you know? So it's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, I, you know, I think about last month, uh, you know, I was looking at my account summary for the month, just keeping my eye on things. And uh, I noticed my electric bill was $763. Well, I, I don't know how or why or what. The month before it was $600. I don't know if it's the heat lamps for the docks or I don't know. And uh, I'm just like, I couldn't imagine how a normal, I don't want to say normal, but like just your average day-to-day American could possibly afford that. And I look back though, and there was a time where we were getting a, almost, we got an eviction notice for our rent, you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago. There was a time where we had to pool money, five or six of us living in a house, working 100% commission, pool money for groceries just to get us through the weekend so we could eat. There was a time where my wife and I used to scrounge up change under the seats of her car because my car got repoed, didn't have a car. There was a time where we were scrounging up change and we're like, should we get some cheap fast food or a cheap bottle of wine with this for tonight? Do we want to go to bed hungry or do we want to go to bed sober? (laughs) You know what I mean? So I've been through it, man. I've been through it, which is why I don't feel bad flying first class. I earn that shit. But the point of me saying that is, is like, it's like, uh, I don't know. I'm just so thankful. I'm so thankful for every challenge. Like this morning, I sat there. I, I held my daughter. We listen. I play Psalms for her every morning. We sit there and we listen to a reading of Psalms. Today we did 25, 26, and 27. And uh, I'm sitting there, and you know, there's mornings have historically been difficult for me uh, from a mental standpoint. I've, I've just for 10 years I woke up the wrong way. You know, uh, checking my bank account, checking my texts and my emails, just to group me, expecting just problems and issues. And it's just like, now mornings are pretty relatively quiet. I don't wake up to a whole lot of like bullshit anymore. But I still, and I talked about this in in an episode about routine, I still wake up just roiling with anxiety. And what I started to do is I started to be, you know, practice the whole gratitude thing. I, I would write things down that I'm grateful for. 
But recently, I've been writing things down that I'm grateful for that are seemingly negative. And as I look through all of the trials and tribulations and obstacles and adversities, I've realized I'm thankful for a lot of them because I've learned so many lessons. I've become so much more mentally tough. I've become so much more, I I know now more than any point in my life that I can adapt to any circumstance and win any circumstance there's nothing i want you to listen to this right now if you're a hater which i know some of you do there is nothing that you can do to me that'll ever knock me off course there's nothing you might temporarily set back but there's nothing you could do to take me off of what i'm set out to do there's nothing you could spend and what's funny is i'll spend my whole life building creating building creating And you'll spend your entire life trying to destroy. And at the end of our lives, who do you think is going to be laying on their deathbed full of regret and alone and miserable? (laughs) You know what I mean? Just some people are just out there to destroy. That's the only thing that, that's the only, they live and thrive in negativity. They live and thrive in gossip. They live and thrive in strife because they're demon-filled, antagonistic, little homosexual weirdos. You're going to, it's just, that's just how it is. You're going to deal with people like that. You're going to deal with people that want nothing more than to destroy you. For why do they hate you? You don't know. They don't, they don't even know. Some people just hate seeing other people win. Well, guess what? The rest of my life is going to be a highlight reel. It already has been. So you just sit back and you get real comfortable and you just keep watching because <laughs> there's, there's nothing that you could do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's literally nothing. Anyways, you need to start to be thankful for problems. You need to start practicing gratitude and looking at your problems in a different light. And just remember the story of the two mice. You know what I'm saying? You know, you could either sink or you can swim. Sink or swim. The choice is yours. All right. I love you guys. Let's get it today. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon.